Welcome to Success in Medicine. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. I speak to a lot of students who are applying to residency. Not long ago, I spoke to Scott, a fourth year student getting ready to apply to emergency medicine. Scott is a great medical student and he's going to make a great emergency medicine doctor. Scott is also somebody a residency program director might call an underachiever outside the classroom. That's the group of students I want to focus on today. The talented students who achieved their dreams of getting into medical school, but found it difficult to do things outside of the classroom. Through this discussion, I hope to give you a better understanding of why this happens to students, the consequences of not getting involved with respect to your residency chances, and lessons that first-year students embarking on their medical school career should take away. So let's learn more about Scott. Scott was a fourth-year medical student who contacted me in a bit of a panic. He was two months away from applying and concerned about his chances of matching into emergency medicine. Chief among his concerns was his USMLE Step 1 score of 198. Now this is a passing score, but it's well below the mean for matched applicants to emergency medicine. In fact, it's well below the mean for unmatched applicants to emergency medicine. Scott had exhaustively reviewed residency match data and found that 14 out of 37 applicants in his score range, that is a score range with step one scores between 191 and 200, had failed to match. So 38% of applicants in his group were not successful in securing a residency position in emergency medicine. Scott was understandably concerned about his chances. He had just taken the USMLE Step 2 CK exam, but the results weren't available. He, of course, was hoping that he would perform much better on the Step 2 so that residency programs would not be so concerned about his abilities. As I looked over his application, I was struck not by what was in the application, but what was missing. There was no evidence that Scott had taken part in any activities outside his courses and clerkships. I asked Scott if he had omitted any activities, and he said no. He said, Dr. Desai, I am what you would call an underachiever outside the classroom. There were so many opportunities to do things, but I never really got started. And before I knew it, I was in my fourth year. It was something that I wanted to do, but it never happened. In fact, Scott had entered medical school having made important contributions in college outside the classroom. He had been involved in numerous community service activities, served as vice president of his undergraduate AMSA organization, tutored middle school children, and performed research in the lab. So what happened to Scott in medical school? Why would someone like Scott, who from all indications had a track record outside the classroom, not be able to do the same in medical school? Scott had entered medical school with the intent to be involved. He was given some advice from several doctors 
that he shouldn't get too involved in the first semester, that there would be an adjustment phase, and that he needed to really focus on his studies and courses. Getting off to a good start academically is important, is what he heard. And so he didn't join any clubs, organizations, and activities. As he progressed through the first semester, he found the voluminous amount of information difficult to master. That left him little time to pursue other activities. He was performing at an average level, but he felt that if he put in even more time, that he would do much better. So in the second semester of his first year in medical school, he continued to put his nose to the grind. At the end of his first year, he hadn't gotten involved in anything beyond attending a few specialty interest group meetings. During the summer between his first and second year of medical school, he decided to shadow different specialists so that he could get a better idea of what specialty he was best suited for. As he approached the second year of medical school, he said to himself, I'm going to get involved in some clubs. But shortly after he started second year, he was overwhelmed with the subject matter. What he had heard from other students, that second year was even harder than the first, was proving to be true. To give maximum attention to his classes, he made that his singular focus. After all, other students had said, getting into a residency is all about your USMLE Step 1 score. And if I do well in my classes, he thought, I'll put myself in good shape for a good score. Then he took the Step 1 exam and got a 198. Disappointed, he met with his advisor, who told him all was not lost. Residency programs place a high value on clerkship performance, he said. Do well in your clerkships and you'll be fine. Looking over his CV, the advisor also noted a lack of involvement outside the classroom. He told Scott that it would be nice if he could get involved in some way. Hopeful that he could improve his chances for a successful match by doing well in his clerkships, Scott moved forward with that plan in mind. Clerkship days were long and intense, starting as early as 4.30 a.m. in surgery and ending as late as 8 or 9 p.m. when he was on call and admitting new patients. With that type of schedule and the need to rotate at different hospitals, all of which were located at considerable distance from his medical school, made it difficult for Scott to join clubs and organizations at the med school. When these groups met, Scott was still taking care of patients at the hospital. Third year came and went, and now it was time to apply. Scott had a bare application. Scott was an underachiever outside of the classroom by his own admission. Scott's story of underachieving outside of the classroom is not unusual. Over the years, I've encountered hundreds of students from schools all across the US, as well as IMGs, that have relatively bare applications. So what are the consequences of underachievement outside of the classroom? An NRMP survey of residency program directors sheds light on the importance of extracurricular activities in the residency selection process. 54% of program directors rated volunteer or extracurricular activities as an important factor used to make interview decisions. 
an even higher percentage, 66%, rated leadership qualities as an important factor in making interview decisions. While certainly not as frequently cited as the USMLE Step 1 score or clerkship grades, involvement outside of the classroom is clearly important to programs. When programs were asked to rate the mean importance of these factors in the residency selection process on a scale of 1 to 5, with 1 being not at all important and 5 being very important, volunteer or extracurricular activities were given a mean rating of 3.8 by 1,300 program directors. Leadership qualities were rated even higher, receiving a rating of 4.1. Not getting involved outside the classroom will have varying effects on applicants' chances of matching, depending upon other factors. For high-scoring USMLE applicants, having a relatively bare application may prevent you from matching if you're seeking a position in a particularly competitive, competitive specialty or program. Even if you're not seeking a competitive specialty, it may prevent you from securing a spot at one of your more coveted residency programs. For low-scoring USMLE applicants like Scott, being involved in outside activities can certainly strengthen the application. It can give a boost to your chances, especially if you've been able to make significant contributions to one or more activities. By significant contributions, I'm talking more than just being involved. Programs will view this as evidence of your dedication and commitment, your desire to make an impact, and your potential to make a mark on their program in different ways. In doing so, you will come across as a more attractive candidate. The lesson here for first-year medical students is that your coursework is, of course, most important, but it's also important to get involved outside the classroom. The good news is that there are rich opportunities to do so at every medical school, and I encourage you to make this an area of emphasis at your school. It's something we've written extensively about in our book, Success in Medical School, Insider Advice for the Preclinical Years. In this book, we devote extensive chapters to community service, volunteerism, leadership, advocacy, and other endeavors. We share with you inspiring stories of how other students made time for these activities, what they accomplished, the recognition they received, and how it improved their chances of a successful residency match. In a forthcoming Success in Medicine podcast, I will discuss how medical students can make the most of the available out opportunities outside the classroom while balancing the demands of their coursework. You'll learn how you can avoid the problems that Scott encountered. As always, don't forget to visit our website, thesuccessfulmatch.com, for more detailed information on matching successfully. Until next time, I'm Dr. Samir Desai.